1: Welcome to the Unscripted Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Conrad, and this show is where we hear the real stories from real people changing the world. From everyday people to the top celebrities, all the conversations are real, raw, and always unscripted. Thank you for joining me today. Now let's get to today's guest. All right, everybody, welcome to Unscripted One-on-One from my basement soon-to-be studios at The Junction in Old Hilliard, and uh, we're, we're really excited about that. But tonight, I'm even more excited uh, about a local guest with a local business. And uh, Joel, I'm just going to let you go ahead and introduce yourself, and we will we will roll from there.
0: Nice. Um, I'm Joel Armbruster. I'm actually the CEO um, and co-owner of Phoenix Back Company here in Columbus, Ohio. We make wood baseball bats from all the way to little leagues to the uh, professional level, major league players uh, for the past twenty plus years, and you know some new things we're getting into. I'm sure we'll discuss that as we uh, move along here tonight.
1: Very cool. It's very cool. It's so cool to have a local company um, have such a huge impact. So I'm I'm really excited to get into the to the Phoenix story. But let's start with your story first. Um, where did everything start? Like what what brought you to Columbus and Phoenix and all that stuff? Let's start with your story, and then we'll tell the Let's tell the Phoenix story next.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, you know, my story is not a whole lot different what brought me to Columbus than probably 90% of the population here in the county. I went to Ohio State. Um, there you go. I, uh, you know, after high school, I actually had an opportunity or a couple opportunities to play at some smaller colleges, some baseball. Um, but I, my wife, current wife, you know, now and I were dating since uh, I was a freshman in high school. And she went to Ohio State for nursing and, I obviously followed her down here and uh, of all things, I actually uh, went to college, got my degree for uh, education. Um, My whole goal was to be a teacher, Um, which, you know, I've utilized those tools over the years, but my second year of college, I met the founder of Phoenix Bats, Uh, totally random. Uh, Don't, I don't even remember exactly how we met and he and I just hit it off. And he talked to me about this baseball bat company that he had behind his house. And I just thought that was the coolest thing in the world and he invited me over and said hey if you're ever looking for a part-time job and he didn't even finish the sentence and I said yes and I uh, started working for him one day a week in college and the next week it was two days a week and probably by about week five I was there every day because it wasn't just a job it was a passion. Uh, Baseball's been in my blood since I was five years old. I just for whatever reason spring comes around you smell that grass you just go out there it's something different for me about being on a baseball field. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's how I, the long story short, how I got into Phoenix and that was 20 years ago now.
1: Okay. Now, when did you, so we'll go transition right into, cause that you've, you start, so you've, this is the only company you've ever worked for. Is that right?
0: Yeah. For the most part. I mean, I had a part-time jobs in college and, um, yeah. and high school as well. And, but no, this is like the first, you know, first and only real, I guess you can say real job that you knew that you were going to stick with that I've had. And, you know, some people who have come and gone or even family are like, you're just crazy. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, maybe I just have an idea and maybe I'm incredibly loyal and I know it's going to happen someday.
1: Oh, that's awesome. You know, the, the stick to of that. Is, is that a word? I think that's a word stick to it. It is now. The, yeah. way,
0: <laughs> the way you've stuck on, with it.
1: It's this. on the internet. It's, it's, <laughs> a, it's a word. I'm sure it's somewhere on the internet. No, it, the way you've stuck with it is uh, is, is honorable, honestly, because I got to imagine. So let's go right into the Phoenix story. Um, So from behind a garage, it sounds like, to where you are today. And is it Plain City? Is that that the actual location?
0: Yeah, yeah. So our location is in Plain City. Um, We are literally a mile away from Dublin and about six miles away from Plain City. It's just how they annexed it. Uh, Very close to the um, uh, Sports Ohio. Uh, There's a lot of new development up there. Uh, Mm -hmm. Mirfield Golf Course Mm -hmm. is probably only a couple miles away from us as well. Um, So, yeah, I mean. So Charlie started the company in 1996, kind of a, as a hobby and like a lot of hobbies, word of mouth, you get good friends and friends of friends, the greatest pyramid scheme ever that people <laughs> hear it and they you know, want to be a part of it. They start buying and soon his hobby became a job that he wasn't anticipating. And that's where I, I got to come in on that. And when I was getting ready to graduate college he and I sat down and he said, you know, what do you think about trying to do something with this? And I said, I have that piece of paper. I mean, it's our, you know, it's hanging back here on my wall. I'm like, I can use that any point in time I want. I don't see another opportunity like this coming again tomorrow. So as soon as I graduated college, we, you know, kind of really worked tightly together. And uh, 2004, we brought in our first investors and that's when we moved up to our current location in Plain City, which I think was one of the first buildings built on that road at the time. And now our building's kind of hidden with all the development. So we were, Pretty lucky to get in when we uh, got there. And between our first investors, you know, bringing on other people and hiring staff as we moved along. uh, Charlie moved on from the business about six, seven years ago. He actually went back to what he was doing before baseball bats. Uh, His his main focus is a home remodeler. Mm. And that's his true passion. I mean, as much as he loves baseball, he was always called back to go to that. Uh, so he, you know, revamped the business for him to do that, and obviously I, I, you know, was still around, and we've had other people come in. And roughly, I would say three, three, four years ago, I actually took over the entire company myself. Wow! Um, wow. It was—I'm uh, th- sure it was kind of planned all along that people were all like, "Oh, yeah, Joel's going to be that guy," you know, one day, and it worked out. You know, the timing—I, you know, I would say if it happened five years ago. I I wasn't quite there yet. Mm -hmm. Um, Just a lot of aspects, just, you know, understanding the ins and outs of the entire business and definitely was there when I took over and definitely there now because more and more every day, there's white hair just popping up here. So (laughs) it's, you know, I, it's, it's not the easiest thing to run a business, but it's incredibly rewarding and I probably would never change anything.
1: Yeah. Well, I was going to ask you, did anybody have a business, degree or business background before you launched into this? Cause you said yours is an education. Had, right. had anybody, did anybody have any business? And I don't mean this in any disrespectful way at all. Did anybody have any business sense or business background launching oh, yeah. the business? Or did yeah, you learn as you went-
0: No, Charlie actually has a master's degree in business. Oh, um, so he, he knew all what he was doing, you know, as far as launching a business. Um, the guy who took over for Charlie and uh, he's still one of our main owners, uh, we worked very closely with him, Seth. You know, he has an MBA from Ohio State as well. You Um, you know, a lot of our uh, investors, you know, over the years have had business degrees. I'm kind of the outlier, (laughs) but I'm also the guy that actually knows absolutely everything as far as the company and the business. Right. And, if you know, just from, you know, being involved. So sometimes it's not even the degree. It's, you know, the life, you know. Oh, what's the word, Aaron? Help me out. Like the life practices, you know. Oh,
1: Absolutely. Right.
0: Events that you just go through. You just you learn as you go. And, you know, I've studied up on all the business that I you know can and need to every day. I love to learn. Yeah. Um, But I would never go back to school to study business because I would never understand, you know, how the how it truly operates in all honesty. Until you're thrown in the fire. It's it's a completely different beast.
1: For sure. And I, I, I always said, you know, in my career in business, I always think of survivor and now there's, you always want to have that guy that knows how to hunt or fish, you know? And, and as long as you know how to hunt or fish, you got value to the tribe, you know? And it sounds like, I mean, it, it, you know, your, your um, longevity there and how you've seen this business grow, I'm pretty sure you can hunt and fish for the tribe as long as you need to.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We've always joked we should make a reality show um, at work. I mean, first of all, we're, all just goofy and we just do the dumbest things at times. But um, if any given day you see me, I know what my title is that never defines me. I never really liked it, but I I understand the title. Um, You'll see me being the trash guy. I could be cleaning the bathroom or I could be doing the big type stuff where like, you know, today I'm was definitely the CEO today doing a lot of business and background stuff. And, you know, tomorrow I could be the salesman. I just, It's fun for me and it's rewarding because every day, something new, something different and challenging. And, um, you know, I also had to become an engineer because our uh, big old CNC lathe that's, you know, we spent several hundred thousand dollars on, um, Mm -hmm. didn't really have an engineer to work on it. And, you know, when things broke, you know, I had to teach myself. And so when I talk about the ins and outs of the business, I mean, it's so crazy how nitty gritty I can be you know, Mm -hmm. I know exactly where everything needs to be, how it operates. And, you know, there's just certain things where you hear a machine running you're like, that doesn't sound right. And you go out there and take care of it. And, um, I've had people pop in and they're like, Oh, we're here to see Joel. And I'll come out from the shop covered in sawdust. (laughs) I just was greasing something because we got to, you know, keep stuff going. And they're like, um, could you find Joel? I'm like, yeah, that's me. That's me. Yeah. Like, sorry, I'm not a suit and tie guy. I'm, I'm a hands-on guy. And yeah, I think it's, it's done really well for us. Um, but it's also who I am. It's just not something I intend to change.
1: Yeah, well, I think it brings, it brings, um, it brings something new every single day. You know, it's not always just sitting around typing in a computer. Um, and, and honestly, having worked at a Fortune 500 company, and, and a variety of other companies, I know that uh, when you start a business, really, you're trying to build a business from nothing. You got to do that. You got to be the guy to sometimes go and you know, clean the bathroom, you know, or sometimes I think a lot of kids are going to graduate and they're going to go into a job and they're going to sit in a cubicle and there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. But they don't have an understanding like you, you and I do of, of building a business from the ground up and what that requires, because I think, and then there's people, I think that join companies like that, that assume that that's what they're going to do. Just sit in this office and, Everybody else to do stuff. Well, no. There's times where you gotta you gotta pick up, you gotta grab a mop, you gotta grab a wet floor sign, you gotta take out the trash. You got, you know, that's what it requires. But if you if you believe enough in the business that you're building, it's worth it. And and it doesn't the check doesn't even always have to equal what that passion that you have for that thing is because you know there's a bigger vision and you just want other people to see it too. I have to believe that that's that's like for you guys too.
0: A hundred percent. I mean my my vision. I mean it's always looking forward. Um, my favorite thing I love to tell my staff, and I don't, I don't even like to use that word because um, they're all co-workers, mm-hmm. but there's nothing I would ever ask them to do that I wouldn't do, have done or am doing. So, right. Right. I mean, that's the whole cliche, the difference between a boss and a leader. You know, I can sit, a, you know, in a second story office and, you know, keep cracking outside and say, hey, where's this? What's this? And or we make things happen. That's right. the best part of it. And. Right. I, I just love going into work every day, and that's awesome. The, that's the craziest part about it. You know, I, I get paid, mm-hmm. but I love doing. I just love going in, and yeah. which is also, you know, we were talking right before we went on air because um, you asked if I was still in my office, and I'm like, no, that's my home office. <laughs> right. um, I didn't last very long last year. Uh, you know, when they shut everything down, yeah, uh, due to COVID, I I worked from home for a week, and about day three, I was literally just pacing. Had I I like my environment. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to be in my environment. So even though at that time we weren't open to the public, I was going in, I'm like, I have to be here. I yeah. cannot stay home. And it's just a different atmosphere when I'm into it. It just, it changed everything, you know, yeah. at that time. So yeah, yeah I, I had it's a pretty rough week that week.
1: <laughs> oh, I bet. I, I mean, I think a lot of people did, you know, and, and some people still haven't recovered. I, I think when it's in your blood, when it's, in, it's all, you know, you know, um, it's hard. You wake up one day and you're like, I don't know what to do with myself right now because this is all I've yeah. ever done. I was just, I lived, breathed, gave everything I had for this. And now it's not there. And I don't know what to do with myself. You know, yeah. so you yeah. need those other, whatever it might be. Some people probably go to things that aren't good for them, but you know, Hey, if, if you're going to do it, you know, you might as well do it in the company that you love and invest in and have spent so much time for. So that's, I mean, I, I really appreciate that. I, again, I, there's some similarities to, to, my uh, my career as well so I can I can appreciate that and I have a feeling people listening will probably as well um just given everything you have you know it really becomes who you are and whether that's right or wrong I don't know it's just all I've ever known
0: you know yeah yeah I mean it, it I know in my heart you know and I know from people that I will take uh criticism from because I mean I don't I don't take criticism from anybody I wouldn't take advice from so mm-hmm. the people oh, that wow. I you know listen to you know heart to heart uh if I was doing something wrong, they would tell me in a heartbeat. Yeah. Um, So, you know, I wear, you know, the company on my sleeve, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's literally, I don't want it to be the definition of my life, but it's who I am right now. And I'm going to utilize, you know, my talents, my strengths to build the company. And at the same time, I'm going to use everything that I can with that platform to help something else as well. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. Say that one more time. Again, that was, you wouldn't take criticism. Say it again.
0: I would I don't take criticism from anybody I would never take advice from.
1: Mm, that's really I good.
0: don't have any idea where I heard that from. Yeah. Um, I'd love to give credit, but I heard that one day. it's it stuck with me since then because yeah. I mean, you you understand you get thrown into a you know high position, you know, say mm-hmm. like leadership position, CEO, whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it. Um, you're you got darts coming at you all angles and I mean, I'll tell you my first several months, I'm like, wow. I'm like, it is lonely on Mm -hmm. top. I mean, it's just one of the loneliest places you'll ever be. And, you know, unless it's somebody, you know, that's been there and, you know, understands it, it's hard for anybody else to relate because everybody wants to get to the top. Right. Um, Everybody wants to be to the top till you're there. Mm -hmm. Um, But when I heard that saying, never take criticism from somebody you wouldn't take advice from, it just stuck, stuck with me from that point on. So it really changed a lot of my mindset and how I, uh, you know, viewed a lot of things, especially not only within the company, but personally as well.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, as they say on the internet, I'm stealing that.
0: I stole it. So, I mean, if if the person who said it is listening, I'm sorry, I give you full credit.
1: There you go. It's, it's fine. It's, I'm not sure that many people listen. So it's fine. (laughs) We'll get there. Um, We'll get there. Someday. Um, No, I, and I, you know, I got to say one more thing too is what I appreciate too, is you said about your coworkers and the fact that I do believe that, that our coworkers um, when we do grab that mop, or we group, and and not so they can see it. We do it because it's what needed to be done. I think our coworkers appreciate the fact that we're willing to do that because that that's leadership. You know, that's hundred percent. Your team then respects you not because of something you said or some PowerPoint you gave or, you know, whatever it might be. They respect you because you're willing to do what you would ask them to do.
0: Yep, hundred percent. And honestly, some of the my favorite moments in it is almost self serving, but this the times they don't see what you're doing mm-hmm. and they'll come in and be like, you know, who did, we'll, we'll stick with this. Who cleaned the bathroom? Yeah, yeah. And like, Hey, I was here at six this morning. I was like, needs done, you know, free it up. Everybody else can do, you know, what they need to do today. Those right. little things. I mean, yeah. not only uh, in business, at home, you know, any, any, any relationship, it Absolutely. truly makes a big difference.
1: It does. It means all the world. And not everyone believes that, but I, I do. And, and and I love that, that I hear that from you as well, because, uh, you know, I, I just appreciate that. That's my belief is that that's what leadership requires sometimes, not just being in the highest office with the biggest title. For sure. Right. So, okay. So Phoenix bats, wood shop behind the garage. Where, yeah. did for, where did we go from? Where did we go from? First of all, how did that start? Was it like the natural where a tree fell one day and he just decided to carve a, a bat? Or like, what, where did this all start? And how, how
0: is it just I, that'd, it be a, that'd be a really cool story. Um, make a movie you, out
1: of
0: that? Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna write that down right now. <laughs> I think it's already um, out. It's called Have you football. ever seen or heard of a uh, vintage baseball where guys play the 1860s era baseball and they were, so the that's uniforms actually and everything, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So there's several teams in town. The uh, big one uh, here that's kind of out of the Ohio History Center. They've changed their name. I think it's Ohio Historical Center, something like that. Right. Um, Is the Ohio Village Muffins. Um, And they're named the Muffins because back in the day, you know, in the 1860s, an error was called a muff. So they named their team the Muffins. Um, Sometimes, you know, and I've, I've played for them for many years. Sometimes we live up to our name. I will fully admit that. (laughs) Um, But Charlie was playing for them at the time, and they were getting bats from like Cooperstown, uh, just about any bats that they could find. And teammates just kept breaking the bats, and they knew Charlie had a lathe because his main focus um, when he was restoring houses the first time, um, he was really restoring them in German Village, where the spindles on the staircases were so unique. Mm -hmm. He had a lathe, he would hand turn them. And they knew that he had a lathe. So they said, hey, could you make a bat? And he goes, I have a lathe. Let's try it. So he made a bat. Um, and ironically, I don't want to get too distracted. We tracked down the customer who happens to be a friend. I never knew this for years. Um, he purchased the first bat from Charlie and wow. I actually was able to two years ago, work a deal with him. Um, I'm sure I twisted his arm a little bit, but I did give him some good, good stuff from Phoenix. I got the original bats.
1: Bat. Wow. Oh, that's
0: um, awesome. So it's in my office at work sitting, you know, above my desk and I want to get it displayed, you know, in our lobby showroom area one yeah. day soon. But it looks like a bat from the 1860s, even though it was 1996. It's kind yeah. of funny. Um, but he started making the vintage bats, made a website um, as, you know, more and more people started buying the bats and, you know, wanting to you know get their hands on them because it was hard, really hard to find good bats at that time. Um made a website, probably a Geocities Yahoo saying back. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how old the audience is, but they're Googling Geocities right now. What is Geocities? Right. Um, But, you know, put the bats out there and then he was contacted by a major league player uh, said, Hey, I can't find good bats. You know, the guy, you know, the companies I'm working with are sending me crap. Can you help me out? Yeah. So, you know, Charlie was like, yeah, I mean, that's kind of amazing. A major league player found my site and wants to, get bats so sent him some bats and then it wasn't too long after that he got a call from major league baseball uh, telling him that he wasn't allowed to do that oh and you're kidding he'd have to go through an approval process uh which you know between you and me and you know shh, whoever else is listening the, the approval process <laughs> used to be just paying major league baseball a lot of money um wow. you'd pay them uh, upwards of twenty five thousand dollars a year oh, just to gosh. have the privilege to uh sell bats is what it comes no. down to Goodness. now yeah it, it's it's gotten a lot better over the last 10 to 12 years um the fees are a little bit lower but the fees also go to a variety of things and there's more testing involved there's a lot mm-hmm. more strict rules which you know we were big advocates for um because we were trying to make the best bat out there always buying the highest quality wood we don't ever want to sacrifice you know the actual core of our product right um which is also why you know you ever uh, make it back up to the shop Aaron you know, our wood is stored in a temperature and humidity controlled environment. Um, we want to make sure that that's all taken care of. Almost like a cigars. big old humidor for cigars. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, like, wow, unbelievable. Except it's about 20 feet high, stacked full of, you know, three foot long and two and a three quarter inch thick cigars is what it comes down to. <laughs> Nobody's smoking that. <laughs> no, no, no. But, I mean, we try to take care and only get the the best. Um So we'll, we'll sacrifice margins as a business just to make sure that everybody has the best quality bat that they can, because I mean, I don't care if you are the biggest name major league player out there, or, you know, you're a five-year-old little league, you're just starting. There's something about just getting a bat with your name on it, having it in your hands. It means something. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. We are contacted all the time by parents saying, how do you get my kid to stop sleeping with a bat? Really? yeah. All the kids will sleep with it. They love it. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I, you know, I can give you parenting advice, but you don't want it. So That's I'm like, right. you got to figure that out.
1: figure um,
0: <laughs> Right. And, it, so, you know, he was contacted by Major League Baseball, start going through the process of that. So we've been, you know, pro approved since 2000. Um, and it's just, you know, it's been a slow growth, um, very meticulous. And I would say it's very purposeful. Because I've seen a lot of baseball bat companies come and go in my 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, they become a hot, hot company, and they'll start pouring their money into all the wrong things. And within a year and a half, they'll be bankrupt. They're gone. Wow. Um, because they thought that they were just going to be, you know, so big because oh, this guy's swinging my bat, and you know, we're going to capitalize on that. And like, well, what happens if that guy gets injured? He fails a drug mm-hmm. test? You know, mm-hmm. what are you going to do at that point? Mm-hmm you know, we've been very, it's very thought out and meticulous. I mean, we could have gone that route, really tried to blow it up and could have been in the same boat within a year and a half, two years of not being around anymore. Right. Um, So we've actually, you know, and I've got NDAs that I've signed, but we make bats for other companies is what it Hmm. comes down to as well, because we're that well-established. We we know what we're doing. We have the equipment. Mm -hmm. So there's You know, there's several companies out there that don't even make their own bats. Um, They just have their name on the bats. Yeah. Um, So I I love doing it that way because, you know, I've, you know, just again, over the years, all the companies that have come and gone and even some that are have stuck around now, they've been sold, gone bankrupt multiple times and people are just trying to revive them. Mm. Um, And Phoenix Bats is always still here and rising above is what I like to say. Right. So is that where did the name come from? Oh, that, I mean, that's, that, that's a great thing. I, That should be always top of the line, you know, when we talk about Phoenix. But um, because I get calls all the time saying, hey, you know, we're in the area. Where are you guys located?
1: And, and we somewhere. always
0: say, where are you? And they say, well, I'm in Scottsdale. I'm like, OK, we'll hop over we're to not. the uh, Sky Harbor <laughs> Airport, right. get a flight to Columbus, hop around 270 and we'll talk. So, <laughs> that's right. Um, it, it happens all the time. But uh. Yeah the, the name actually generated from the vintage bat line. So Charlie was making replica bats that were a hundred plus years old. And the Greek mythology is the Phoenix rises from the ashes every Mm -hmm. hundred years. And -hmm. he was making bats initially out of ash, hundred year old replica bats. So he called it Phoenix bats. And I would say it was sometime shortly after I, you know, graduated college and was, you know, officially that guy. um, Yeah. You know, knowing that I was, I was the right-hand man, we were going to do this. We really did a big market research trying to figure out what we could change the name to
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: just to clear up any confusion. And by then, we had such an established name, we found out in the baseball market, if we changed it to, you can call it Buckeye Bats, Ohio Bats, something, You know, I mean, mm-hmm. anything that kind of you know says we're here in Columbus, Ohio, it was going to hurt us major. Um, mm. We just had that much of a groundhold with the name and people knew us. Mm -hmm. Um, and you've dealt with many professional athletes if you change one little thing um, I could be the same guy at spring training and the next year I can come in and I'm like now we're Columbus bats yeah and they'll just be like nope nope not touching you." yeah like but it's the same thing so pro athletes are very picky about that and Mm -hmm. you know I'll say pro athletes but we you know have people amateur youth that are just so picky That they're like, I need that exact color that I got last time. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, man, if it helps you at the plate, that's fine. But I was always the guy who just go grab a broomstick. I didn't care what was on it. So I'm like, just, (laughs) you know, I can swing and hit it or swing and miss, you know, regardless of what's in my hand.
1: Yeah. Not the best marketing ploy for. Me.
0: No, no, no. That's why I don't get to t- say that that often. So Sorry.
1: again, there's only like two people listening, so that's fine. <laughs> you know? So Hi, but- mom. <laughs> that's right. Thank you. All right. Yeah. No, um, and the other one's my wife. So, <laughs> anyway, thanks for letting me do this. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, so the that's what I was going to ask you. Of all the sports I can think of, I think baseball might be the most um, superstitious. So, you don't know, step on the line, you know, you know, for some, I mean, for a lot of guys now some guys don't care. They step right on the chalk and run to their position, but they got their gamers, right. They're gaming bats. So have you had a guy call you and say, man, I, you just said it like, I, look, I, my gamer just broke. I need, I need the exact same thing. Have you ever had that call? <laughs> oh,
0: Every day. I mean, right? I'm sure I just hung up that call as yeah. well. Um, they're so meticulous and what they okay. want superstitious is mm-hmm. the you know common theme around the office um you know our our lathe is one of the most precise lathes in the industry um it cuts it to a tenth of a millimeter in accuracy Wow. um it's a computerized cnc lathe and then you know we have a lot of hand stuff that go into it afterwards and we make sure that every single bat doesn't matter if it's you know for oh i'd almost named I was going to say Manny Ramirez I don't know why that name popped in my head he hasn't played forever I mean we'll say Manny Ramirez it doesn't matter if it's a dozen bats for him or you know if it's for my kid we want to make sure it's the exact same thing every single time because I mean it only takes that one person that you screw up and things go bad especially in this day and age for
1: sure
0: you know still at the end of the day sometimes it doesn't matter what you do you're not going to please everybody but every baseball is, I mean, I have to say it's the most superstitious. I mean, I've played personally, you know, every sport, but hockey and I love hockey. I've just never had the opportunity to play it. Um, I've never met anybody in any sport walk of life that are more superstitious than baseball players.
1: Absolutely. That's gotta be a crazy business to be in. So, um, can you, and if you can't, we have a rule, you just say pass, if you can't answer this question because so, it's unscripted so um can you name players that you have players that that use your bats or can you name that or no
0: because oh yeah yeah i can i can name uh, yeah anybody the problem is aaron i am very forgetful on that mm-hmm. um so I'll, I'll name a couple um, you just because i'm you know pretty close with them um you know we've made uh we've made bats for a lot of people in the past um but like adam eaton um he's with the white Sox again now yeah um Jonathan Villar, I think he signed it with the Mets. Um, I'm still trying to catch up on all the off-season happenings, and I know it's almost the regular season. But right. I, Brad, Brad, Brad's my guy when it comes to the pro stuff. Um, but probably my favorite guy is Ronnie Dawson uh, with the Astros organization. Mm-hmm. Local guy. Uh, went to mm-hmm. Grove City, played at Ohio State. Um, I love it in the off-season because he'll pop in frequently. We can That's great. sit, have lunch. And actually, I know one time he – came in, he's like, I'm ready to work. And I said, good, go cut your bats. (laughs) And we took took him out there and we made him cut his own bats. That's awesome. Yeah. He, oh, he loved it. I was just sitting back, I'm taking pictures and he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just, Proving that, you know, you were cutting your own bats that way when you complain, it's on you, man. So. I was
1: going to say, that's one way to get over the superstition is, hey, if you went 0 for 20, dude, you cut your bat.
0: It's not my yeah,
1: fault. Yeah. And I a mean, humidor over there. I can't help you. <laughs>
0: right. If I could do that with every player, every offseason, I mean, that'd be phenomenal. But, yeah, that's awesome. – <laughs> I, I mean, Ronnie, I think, has a really good shot of being on the big league roster at the Astros. Um, very, You know, still a young guy, you know, early, maybe mid-20s at the latest. Um they're, they all look like kids to me anymore. I can't believe I've come to that point in my life right now. Um, It's worse, but yeah, I think he's going to, he's going to be really good. Um, Yeah. Excited for Ronnie. And, you know, a lot of it has to do with the fact that he's from here in the Columbus area and the Ohio state ties love that. So.
1: That's very cool. So can, um, can I, so again, let's just say that this somehow found its way to a major league locker room or minor league locker room, whatever, some guys driving on the road and he's listening how does that work? If, if a guy wants to try one of your bats, what, what does that process look like? If a a baseball, I mean, do you just call you?
0: They, yeah, we have players that call us all the time. They'll hit us up on uh, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I don't think any players are really on Facebook. Um, You know, I think, yeah, good. I mean, good for them, but you know, I think it's the more older crowd now and I'm, I'm shameful there as well. Um, right. but yeah, they'll, they'll hit us up that way. Um, their agents will sometimes they'll deal through the agents. Right. Um, you know, and then the, uh, there are certain clubs when you get the AAA that they'll buy the bats for you. So then the team will call you, um, nice. when it comes to the big leagues, mo- the team will buy the bats for the players. They still have to stick within budget. And, you know, a player can say, I want 200 bats and the club, is going to look at him go, no, you get two dozen. So,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: um, But what's unique about that you know you've been to many games Mm -hmm. if the team buys the bats they own the bats so you'll go to the gift shop you'll see a broken bat with the um you know a mike trout or something like that that you could go get in the gift shop for you know game use a couple hundred dollars 300 they're making money on selling the game use broken bats because they don't buy them for that much um we've had players in the past like robinson cano who um bought the bats himself because he said, I'm, these are mine. When they break, I'm doing something with them. He'll give them to a kid in the stands or, you know, he'll auction them off for his charity. Right. Um, So, you know, it varies player to player. Um, But as far as like, you know, anybody new, they'll kind of contact us out of the blue or a lot of times, you know, Brad, you know, Taylor, who uh, is our pro sales rep and vice president, he is, he will tell you the second baseman for double A of Minnesota Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't even know Minnesota's double 18. And right. <laughs> he's, he's my encyclopedia when it comes to that. And he'll yeah. be like, this is a guy we want to go talk to. This is a guy we want to target. Um, yeah. And, you know, we, you know, especially here in town with the Clippers, you know, we'll go down the Clippers every home stand that a new team comes in. So we'll get to talk to the players and as well as spring training, all the travel that we get to do. And yeah, there's a variety of ways that we're able to do that. And, you know, it's, it's rewarding. It's fun, and you know, uh, it's hard to explain to a lot of people that these—they're human beings, mm-hmm. um, right? They're these not. Guys. Yeah, they're just guys. They're not gods, you know. Mm-hmm. When you talk to them, they're like, "Oh, you got to talk to so and so." I'm like, "Yeah, he's a cool guy. You know, we had a Jimmy John sandwich. You know, pretty yeah. fun. You know, yeah, nice yeah. guy." That's they're right. like, "Oh, what was he like?" I'm like, "I don't know, roast beef." Yeah, I'm like, right. it's, "You know, they're just people. They're like, you know, dudes." Yep. You and me, I'm like just because mm-hmm. you know they can hit a ball further and get paid much more. A lot more, right? I mean, just just you know what they do. So yeah, I, I've I've never been starstruck. I love talking to players, but I love talking to, you know, the guy who brings his kid in and really kind of getting to know them and getting them on the right path. So
1: yeah, that's awesome. Um, and I, I, agree with you. I, I think it. I don't want to say it wears off. Like, I, I mean, just sitting down talking to you tonight, I've been telling everybody I know, man, I'm getting on with the CEO at Phoenix bats tonight. I, I get, I, I, still get a little excited and star I do. I, you know, I do. I, I mean that genuinely, um, because I'm honored that anybody takes time out of their night to sit here and listen to the two, you know, talk to the two people that we got, listen to your mom and my wife, <laughs> so, um, but anyway, um, so you guys also do what I appreciate too, that you mentioned right, right before we jumped on. You guys do a lot of stuff for good. Um, not that bats aren't good. That, that that's you use your company for good. I should have said that better, um, unscripted. Um, you use your company for good. Can you talk a little bit about some of those those causes and things that you guys do when it relates to that?
0: I, absolutely. Um, really close to my heart. I get really excited. I think I just got goosebumps because this is the this is what I love talking about. Um. I feel, I feel very purpose-driven in my life. I've always felt like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure a lot of it has to do, you know, with my faith and, you know, just how I was raised, but I don't feel like I'm, I'm put on this earth for a purpose and Mm -hmm. I really need to make a difference. Mm -hmm. Um, And if it's a difference in one person, I'm good with that. I mean, that's been my get go, you know, from day one, but having the platform, you know, I don't know what platform I have, but the platform that I do have, I've wanted to use it for good. And, you know, so has, you know, Charlie and Seth who preceded me, you know, that I've gotten to work with very closely. Um, one of the things that, you know, that we came up with several years ago, um, we called it our beat cancer bat, mm. um, where we partnered with Pelotonia and we just, we just took a trophy bat and we put big, bold letters, beat cancer on it, um, which I actually have one. It's, I think it's there. No, I actually, I put it away, but it, it's not in arm's reach now, but um, uh, big <laughs> beat cancer, big and bold on the barrel has a message on the back, just kind of talking about how this bat has purpose, kind of like your life and, you know, a little bit message about beating cancer and what we do with that, you know, we, we definitely marketed it because we want people to buy them, but the proceeds from that bat actually go to Pelotonia for awesome. cancer research. Awesome. Um, we've worked, you know, very closely with um, a guy named Eric at Pelotonia Um, talk to him, you know, regularly once a week, you know, chat on Facebook, you know, syntax and all that. Um, I've also, I ran for uh, man of the year for the leukemia and lymphoma society two years ago. Um, I lost my father to, uh, leukemia, uh, back in two summer of 2018. So Mm -hmm. I ran for man of the year in 2019. And what I did with that is I tied everything I did with that to Phoenix, because I mean, I, I had to be talked into it, honestly, because I thought it was self-serving. Mm-hmm. But when I realized like everything we can do to get money in, yeah, even if it's through Phoenix, it's all going to go at that time to LLS to actually, you know, what I called was my hashtag end cancer mm-hmm. um, because it, it just holds a special part in my life. You know, I lost my father. I've lost uh, other family members. Uh, Seth uh, lost his uh, mother-in-law mm-hmm. uh, to cancer as well, who, um, you know, he worked hand in hand with me to make the beat cancer bats. My wife is actually a nurse at the James Cancer. Wow. So anything I can do, you know, as far as that to, you know, everybody says, you know, raise awareness. And I'm like, everybody's aware I'm, right. I'm looking to end it. Mm, um, love that's it. been my purpose for that. Um, yeah. it, it's just one of those things, you know, anything I can do to tie the company to something bigger and meaningful. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to do that. And then, Honestly, last year, um, another opportunity arose that uh, I'd been talking with uh, Barry Larkin, uh, Baseball Mm -hmm. Hall of Famer, Mm -hmm. off and on for a couple of years, really wanted to do something with him, with Phoenix. Um, He and I have a uh, mutual friend. Um, In fact, the mutual friends, you know, one of my business partners as well. Um, Just just wanted to do something with Barry, just, you know, whether we named a bat after him, just kind of get him to, you know, play around and, you know, just see what we could do together. And, you know, last summer, um, you know, there was a lot of uh, social anxiety, I guess you can say, with, uh, you know, trying to find the right words, you know, because I'm, you know, just, you know, we'll just say like race relations and everything. Mm -hmm, And mm I had a really long conversation with Barry. Um, I remember it being a Sunday night. I think he called me at like 1030 at night. The guy works late. Um, (laughs) It's crazy. I remember talking to him at like one in the morning before. Um, But we wanted to know what we could do. Together, trying to figure out how to make a difference. Yeah, and what we came up with was called the uh, Heal and Unite Initiative, um, where proceeds from anything we sell, as far as the Heal and Unite ni- Initiative, actually go to uh, inner-city youth baseball to help oh, promote so. sports and, you know, just make a difference in the community. It was a, you know, we're still we're still doing it, and I know he's working hard in the background. Um, we we chatted last week you know he was telling me some things that he's got going on and we actually partnered with uh, Wilson Sports on it as well I've had the uh, VP of Wilson Sports you know call me and text me you know we're we're competitors Mm -hmm. Um, I still think I'm a flea on his uh, you know dogs behind at that point right Um, but we're competitors but we're Mm -hmm. working together to make a difference Um, yeah and that's what I loved when I got to speak with uh, Jim at Wilson Sports it was amazing that you know, we could look past, you know, hey, we're in the same market, but we're going to make a difference. Because at the end of the day, whether it's raising money, you know, to help end cancer, whether it's making a difference by raising money for inner city youth baseball, supplying Mm -hmm. uh, some equipment, I want to, I can go to bed night, you know, at night and sleep well, because, you know, there's a million other things that we can try to make a difference in. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's overwhelming. I mean, at times, and you know, if anybody's listening that, you know, wants to find something to do, I would say find something and focus on it. Cause I was that person who would want to do everything. I want to make a big difference and fix it all. I mean, I just, that's the type of person I am. I feel it, but when I really narrowed it down, Mm -hmm. um, it just, it helped me get that focus down and know that I was making a big difference in somebody's life. And I, I can personally, you know, have, test testify on this one I know that the money that we raised for LLS um, especially during my man and the woman of the year campaign Mm -hmm. did make a difference um, because I had a personal my wife told me that LLS came in and paid for somebody's um, cancer medication for an entire year because they couldn't afford it and I kind of get choked up thinking about it because I was like man I you know we we worked hard for 10 weeks we tried to raise money we were selling bats, and you know giving the money back and I'm like at the end of the day what did we you know what happened and yeah, where it, go, it was right? yeah it was one of those self-doubt times and she mm-hmm. came to me she's like you won't believe what happened today mm-hmm. and I was like wow I'm like yeah. huge difference so yeah. I may never see the impact of anything that I'm doing right now and I'm at peace with that yeah. because I know it's going to make a difference. Somehow it can change that next person's life who will actually take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. And any, anything I can do to tie Phoenix, you know, to making a difference to me, that's just as important as that bottom line. I mean, right. the bottom line is great. You know, you got to run a business, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, there's a lot more to running a business than you're reading, reading numbers off a spreadsheet.
1: I got to think that the day your wife told you that meant more, um, than seeing anybody, any one of your clients hit a home run with one of your bats.
0: Oh my! I, I know. Yeah, I'm sure uh, I'll get grief for this later. Hands down, not I even know. a competition. Yeah, I, I've had bats in the World Series. I've actually had bats in the Super Bowl. Mm. Um, yeah, the uh, when the Saints, I think it was when they were playing the, uh, I don't know if it was the Colts. Um, Reggie Bush was running out with, um, I can't remember what they said. Uh, But they got, the Saints end up, Sean Payton ended up ordering bats for every playoff game. Is that right? And you had to crank them out within two days. Oh, my um, goodness. 80 to 100 bats. So when they played the uh, Vikings, the bats were purple. When they played, you know, I can't remember the teams and everything. Um, If it was the Giants, they were blue. Um, But uh, I think it was called Bring the Wood at the Mm -hmm. time, something like that. That was his saying. So, I, you know, I was joking. I'm like, that's my bat on the super yeah. in the super bowl. Yeah. I'm like, I've never would have never thought I'd said that, that, but yeah, it was kind of, it, it's much more rewarding than seeing my bat. I don't care where it's at. I know we have a couple of bats in the hall of fame as well, mm-hmm. knowing that, you know, the word, the name Phoenix bats helped make a difference in somebody's life is what yeah. truly mattered to me.
1: Well, and you've been, you've been very alive in each each segment of this discussion, but the most alive you were is when you were talking about that. Um, and so that, you know, I mean, and I know some people may watch this, some people may listen to it, but if you don't, if you don't watch it, and you do listen to it, I think they'll even hear it in your voice so and let me say too, I'm sorry about the passing of your, your dad that. I've lost a parent. It's very difficult, you know, but it drives, I think it drives you. And especially if it's driving you towards something that's as meaningful as what you're doing. I know he's, I'm sure he's proud of you. I know he's probably proud of you before, but uh, I'm sure he's proud of you. And, and uh, you know, I, I hope that one day you, you, you get to make that embrace and he's probably going to tell you again, how proud he is, how you've carried that legacy on now uh, with what you're doing. So you got, you guys are just, you got, you got a lot going on. We could probably do a two hour segment. <laughs> I don't want to rush through anything. I- but you have, you don't just have wood. You also have no. softball bats, right? We're, are we are we doing softball bats now?
0: Metal baseball bats.
1: There you go. Baseball Metal baseball bats. bats. Okay. Yeah. See, that's why I'm not. Yeah. That,
0: that's been a wild ride. So if anybody is watching, you know, I do carry it around with me. You know, I have bats laying all around the house and um, not for, you know, security purposes, just because, you know, I'm a bat geek. I mean, they're literally just everywhere. So, um, which is not good when you have a seven-year-old, especially he likes to go around and break things, but (laughs) yeah, we, um, it, I've always wanted to get into the metal bat market. It was just one of those things where you knew there was a lot of competition. And Mm -hmm. I thought, you know, can we supplement some of our income, you know, through the metal to help build other stuff, you know, with the wood or you know different types of offerings, and yeah. it was many years in the making, and it was on the verge of launching. Um, I want to say February, March of last year, and we all know what happened then. Oh, <laughs> so man. it got it got majorly delayed, and um, yeah. but it's out now, and it's it's been a slow roll because of um, you know how the world is you know worked, and you know how sports have taken a big backseat due to COVID and everything. Right. But uh, yeah, we we now offer at least metal baseball bats for 13 and on up and we're we're working on the younger youth metal bats right now and um we could talk for three hours you know if i had to tell you about the metal bat market that's yeah that's an insane thing i i learned a lot
1: have you have you gotten into it and said oh man we should have never even gone into this or are you really glad you got into it
0: oh no I'm, i'm really glad we got into it um you know i Again, it was one of those things, you know, kind of like throughout our history, very meticulous and thought out how we're going to get into it, because I, I could have dove right into it and done everything, you know, slow right. pitch softball, the youth metal bats, everything like that. Mm-hmm. I really took a backseat and I w- I picked how we were going to start, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I, you know, deliberately picked different test markets as well, you know, different people that I'm like, hey, let, let's talk to you about this. And, you know, some of our first buyers, you know, we've been in constant contact and they're, Given us great feedback, um, no regrets at all because because of how we roll it out. Because um, again, you know, I, I could have dove right in, but that's not just who we are. I dive into a lot of stuff, like yeah. head first, especially with um, the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. I didn't even, I just dove right into things like that. But um, you know, for the metal bat, no, I, no regrets, and in fact, I'm really looking forward to what the future holds with it. It's never going to be our our mainstay. Mm-hmm. Um, because wood bats is the heart of Phoenix bats, but it's still baseball. And, you know, we still have an opportunity to get out there and make a difference. And I almost hate to say this, but we've actually had talks about a beat cancer metal bat as well, and including possibly different colors, or at least different color ribbons to represent the different cancers. That's um, awesome. We've had lots of conversations. So a lot of, a lot of stuff we do, no matter what it is, you know. Hey, we want to go sell metal bats to make money, but yeah. how can we twist it and do something else with it?
1: That's awesome. All right, so um, I usually do rapid fire, but let's rapid fire a different way. Um, rapid fire: If somebody wants to, if I've listened to this and they, I want to buy a bat for my son, or not, and not just a bat, like I want to get one for his birthday, or, um, or I got somebody that's retiring at my office. I mean, I, I assume you guys do all kinds of different things. Probably the best way is probably the website. Is that right? Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Oh, I mean, um, website's hundred percent because okay. you get to see the bat made in real time. You get to customize it. It's really cool how it works out.
1: Very cool. Okay. And you guys are the best. I mean, that's that to your point. Um, and I appreciate that about your business. You don't just run into anything. I, I, as you said that I was thinking there are things in our life where we do need to go head first and go as fast and as quick as we can, because it's, you know, but, but what I appreciate about what you've said is at least that I've heard is that, when it comes to the business, to the product, you're not doing that. You're going to take every step to make sure this is the highest quality product, and, and my experience has been that it is. Um, that you guys really, really have been meticulous about that, and therefore it's it's been successful for you.
0: Is that fair? Hundred. I mean, that's a hundred percent correct. Um, you know, I mean, there could be things that we'll dive headfirst on into in the business, right. but it's right. not going to be anything that would ever sacrifice the integrity and quality of what you would end up with, because the end of the day, you know, I tell anybody I work with, put yourself in their shoes. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you get somebody who calls you that's angry. And I'm like, you know, have you ever had a bad day? You don't know what's going on in their life. Um, And at the end of the day, if you make them the best bat, you know, silly as it sounds possible. I mean, even if it doesn't have that difference, you know, behind it, like a beat cancer or something, you just, you know, make their kid the best bat possible. That might bring the joy in their life. That's going to make a difference that they'll pay it forward, you know, tomorrow to the next person. And that's something we'll never sacrifice as long as I'm ever around and been around for 20 years now. I'm not sure I'm going to go anywhere anytime soon. So,
1: yeah. Well, you've seen it this far. Um, so I, and I have an idea that I'll text you with afterwards. Maybe it's tomorrow because it's probably getting late. Um, I'll text you an idea tomorrow about something that, that's just come to my mind while we're in this conversation.
0: So I, it's, I it's, might it's, have an idea of what it is. And sure I do. was actually going to talk to you about it um, awesome. off the awesome. air as well. Cause I, I mean, we'll talk later.
1: We'll do it. We'll I think it. it'd be yeah. great that
0: we're synced in, man. I think yes. we might do this.
1: A hundred percent. That's really, really cool. And, and um, I got chills because you, you all, you all would both be part of the unscripted family because you've been on tonight. They've been on before. And um, I I would love, I'm I'm getting choked up. Um, All right, let's move on before I get real emotional. Um, (laughs) All right. So websites, the best way, any other links, I know you guys are on social media and things like that. How can I find Phoenix bats? What's the web address. And then your socials.
0: Absolutely. Uh, It's phoenixbats.com. P H O E N I X B A T S P H O E N I X B A T S.com. Plural in bats. Um, Facebook page literally if you type in the word wood bats that's us okay. um, I don't know how we scored that years ago kind of got lucky um, you can type in phoenix bats on Facebook you'll find us there uh, Instagram Twitter TikTok um, I know we only have two videos on TikTok because I got bored one day and said let's do TikTok
1: am not and
0: <laughs> uh, yeah and I'm just like I'm gonna be, you know make TikTok videos and we'll keep updating stuff as we go but Instagram Twitter TikTok is at phoenix bats um LinkedIn. I mean, for the uh, older crowd, professional crowd, you can always follow us on LinkedIn and stuff. So awesome. And then, all right. So we, um, you know, our showrooms open, people can call, they're more than welcome to come in. We love doing bat bat fittings and something we've been really toying with um, is virtual bat fittings. And I don't know how we're going to do it yet, but we even talked about it today. And I think we have a really good concept going Um, whether we can pull it off or not might be another thing, but you know anything we can do to just kind of you know get the name Phoenix out there even more because you know I know we're going to make a difference is what it comes down to. Yeah, we're going to be a business. We're going to try you know try to make money, um, but how we can get our name out there to to be the be different. I mean I love it. So
1: I love it. Well, I love what you guys do. Quality product, local company, great leadership, great vision, meticulous, um, and I think I might have a way that we can help you hopefully make some money um do you want to make the announcement for the you, audience you know what
0: just kind of random i'm thinking we might just offer you know a discount for all the unscripted listeners out there you know
1: That's right. um
0: yeah i'm just gonna throw it out there i mean i guess i am the ceo and i can go in and make whatever code i want to make but let's do this how about unscripted 20
1: unscripted, two zero, 20.
0: unscripted 20 okay um we'll give 20 percent off your uh custom bat orders uh that'll include our That'll include the metal bat, the pro XR, your youth bats, um, any of that stuff. It won't include like the clearance and sale items because, I mean, we already make that, you know, mark down big time enough, but you need a bat with your kid's name on it or one on your wall with your name on it. Unscripted 20 for 20% off today. That's
1: awesome. Now would that I, apply? Go ahead.
0: Oh, I was going to say, not just today. I'm just going to leave it open that way. Cause and, you know, podcasts you don't know when they're going to download it and listen. So <laughs>
1: That's right. I love it. I, and I'm, I'm honored. I'm so honored that, that, um, that you, you first of all came on that you would do this and that you would offer my audience, uh, an opportunity to get a great bat. And, and so let me ask you that, um, we talked about the ones that, that are for a purpose. Would that apply to the ones for a purpose or, or not? And I think if it wouldn't, that's okay. because people. No, scared.
0: um, we actually never discount those because there you go. okay. it, it goes to charity. So, right, right. and anybody we've ever had asked like, Hey, I have 15% off today. Can I use it for a beat cancer bat? And we're like, it doesn't apply to that. And let me explain why.
1: Yeah. And
0: when you explain why a lot of times they will be like, um, what we do offer on our site. Like if you buy the bat, you know, the beat cancer bat, I don't even remember the price. I'm so bad about this, but say for 50 bucks, a lot of people will make an extra $50 donation. Yeah. And it's awesome. we actually have that on our site. Um, it's all tracked. Um, we uh, send a check to Pelotonia monthly, mm-hmm. um, we're never going to be the biggest Pelotonia donor out there by right. any means. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's just knowing that it makes a difference. But when you explain it like that to people, they're like, Oh, let me throw another 20 bucks at you. And you're like, yeah. wow. Okay. I mean, it makes a difference. It's really cool, but no, it does not apply to uh, the purpose driven bats. We'll call it.
1: Okay. And that's fine. I'm hundred percent behind you on that because I, and I almost, I almost wouldn't want that because I wouldn't want to take away from, mm-hmm. from giving to those causes. So I'm, completely behind you on that man this has been awesome um really honestly life-giving that's what i love about doing this this crazy little podcast is it's life-giving to me um tonight you've given me leadership lessons um you've given me purpose lessons um i've learned a lot about bats which is very very cool um and then you know a bow at the end is a is a gift to our audience so i i'm i'm, I'm honored man i'm honored to call you friend and and uh, that you
0: came on tonight i really am Oh, Aaron, the honor's mine. I appreciate it, man. I mean, this is, I, you know, you've, you hear the passion, what I love talking about. I obviously mm-hmm. love talking about Phoenix, but you, you hit it on the head when you really got me going and yeah. you gave me goosebumps when I was able to talk about it. But uh, I'll tell you what, the next time we can talk for another hour, I know, you know, there's going to be a bat in that background <laughs> with that unscripted logo on there. Okay.
1: That sounds gotta, good. That sounds, it, we may I have to know, guy. a new studio plug. Plug uh, at the junction down in old Hilliard. I might, I might have to hang one up there, but if not, I'll have it in my basement studios, man. It'd be, I'd be honored to have a, a bat on my wall from Phoenix. No doubt.
0: There'll be one coming your way sometime very soon.
1: I love it. I love it. Well, let's, let's, uh, let's connect offline with even if it's over text, because I think we got that um, idea that is pressing that we both have. And, and uh, man, I appreciate you. I really do. Thanks so much for coming on tonight and uh, I've really enjoyed this.
0: Thank you. Aaron. thank you for giving me the time. Appreciate it. All right, brother.
1: Talk soon.